Bennett, Brian Mudd. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. Of course, the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, but most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. <laughs> and he laughed and he laughed. Yes, the good old White House chief of staff there. I mean, Hunter Biden is as clean as as fresh snow on, on top of Mount Olympus or something. Yeah, it would be because it'd be Olympus and it'd melt. Um, so here's the deal. There are a couple things that uh, come into play with this whole Hunter Biden deal. And I talked a lot about various aspects of this late last week, including in Friday's Q&A. Now, with Washington, the Washington Post, and they addressed this again yesterday, actually, in an opinion piece, and the New York Times finally acknowledging this, we're still seeing light coverage considering. Here to talk about this, we are joined once again by Ashley Smith-Thomas, the founder CEO of Freedoms Fund USA. Ashley, your read on the situation as it stands, including even the news media that has decided to cover it at this point, yeah, really giving, giving it a pretty light coverage considering. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Um, you know, you look at what's, what's going on, and of course, we all saw the New York Post talk about Hunter Biden's emails. They authenticated it. They verified that it was indeed true back in 2020 before they even reported on it. And then we all saw how your liberal media refused to cover it. They were saying that it was Russian disinformation campaign, that it was Russian propaganda. We saw big tech, Twitter censor uh, the New York Post and silence those who were talking about Hunter Biden, particularly leading up to the election. So what's disconcerting is that we see how politicized our media uh, companies have become, particularly with what we saw in suppressing this news in 2020. Now here it is, 2022, and they are now lightly talking about it, but their angle and their approach is the fact that they are covering the so-called DOJ uh, investigation into Hunter Biden. So according to Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and NBC all reported last week how the years-long DOJ uh, probe into Hunter Biden's finances is, quote, heating up as witnesses are continue to give their testimony. And apparently Hunter is being investigated for potentially violating tax and foreign lobbying laws, as well as alleged money laundering, and for violating the Foreign Agent Registration Act. So meanwhile, in and through all of that, the Washington Post and the New York Times have been talking about this uh, business deal with this Chinese energy company known as CEFC, China Energy Conglomerate, which is a company closely linked to the Beijing government. And it paid Hunter and President Biden's brother, James Biden, almost $5 million. Yeah, that but, also does not include. But but Ukraine. actually, you know, that was only because Hunter was one of the world's preeminent energy experts. I mean, after all, he was on the board of Burisma. So, yeah, I mean, they you know, China just really wanted that Hunter Biden intel because he had so much to right. offer. Absolutely. And it's going to be interesting <laughs> because as the New York Post reported over the weekend, indictments will soon come. So we'll see if that actually happens. But the Democrats have been frustrated with A.G. Garland for not even dropping this probing from the feds. And we're also starting to see Republican lawmakers, such as Senator Chuck Grassley, Senator Ron Johnson, bringing this to the, uh, to the Senate floor uh, and re- read into Congress last week, these con- disconcerting business deals with China and Ukraine. And so Democrats' objective, of course, they don't want to touch it and talk about it still, 
But it's telling to see how the liberal media is starting to touch it. However, they're still protecting Joe and in through it because what they are doing is the Washington Post had stated, quote, we did not find evidence that Joe Biden personally benefited from or knew details about the transactions with CEFC, which took place after he had left the vice presidency and before he announced his intentions to run for the White House in 2020, end quote. So they're still protecting Joe. But if indeed Hunter Biden is indicted, it's going to be telling to see if President Biden in some shape or form is implicated and how Congress and how the DOJ is going to respond uh, should that be true. Um, Because again, we've heard of reports where 10% belongs to the big guy. Well, we know who the big guy is. Right. Well, you know, and yes, here in lies, Ashley, you, you just uh, nailed it by tying that all together. We know that there were shared finances and there are records of that, uh, of shared finances, all part of the material, the email chain, everything else um, that was on the laptop that uh, the dad did end up getting financial proceeds from Hunter Biden. And he certainly knew what Hunter Biden was involved with. You know, right down to uh, getting a prosecutor fired in Ukraine, uh, you know, in, in as part of the whole Burisma deal. So, look, I mean, ultimately, and you can see all these pieces finally coming together. All these years worth of misfeasance out there. Clinton as Secretary of State using her position to enrich the Clinton Foundation, further her own political power and objectives. Ditto the Bidens when dad was vice president and Hunter is out there. You know, being a uh, energy guy with Burisma and then with the Chinese entity that you're talking about. And ultimately, you end up having U.S. officials that have to be aware of this because our intelligence agencies had to be aware of activities that were taking place with the Clintons, with the Bidens, and they were holding the water for them, which explains why they ended up playing the game they did under the Trump administration when they were essentially going along with the Steele dossier to try to use that uh, to, to frame Trump for, for all this so they could protect themselves. Because when you put it all together, ultimately you have an apparatus of your intelligence agencies, your Justice Department, your uh, the, the DNC itself, and then various operatives for the political candidates that all are implicated going back many years at this point. And the question is, do you think the news media will ever finish the job here or will it just be those of us that have been working on this for years that are piecing it together? That is a really good question because, you know, I've been looking at how, to your point, I mean, the DOJ, the feds had to know for years, these business dealings, even when Joe was vice president, even now that he is president. And the real concern that I have here too, is the fact that these business deals dealing with uh, China and Ukraine coming from a national security purpose, because what did Hunter benefit from or what fraud did he commit surrounding the Burisma holdings in Ukraine where he was on a retainer for $1 million a year or over $83,000 a month? Plus, you also had the business deal with the CEFC for $5 million. What did he receive from the Chinese energy company and did he sell America to China? So looking at this from a national security standpoint, particularly the fact that the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is the greatest threat to our national security because China sees America as a competitor. That is where I'm concerned pertaining to what is is to be revealed mm-hmm. and did he basically sell out our security. So it's going to be telling to see if the media will continue to cover it. I think that they will continue to keep that degree of separation between Joe and 
Hunter to try and protect Joe, but throw Hunter under the bus, so to speak. But here's what's going to be telling, because as we get closer to November, which is a huge midterm election, it's anticipated that Republicans will take back the House and the Senate. And it could go one of two ways. Either A, the liberal media and Democrats continue to protect Joe, or I personally believe that Joe's going to be a one-term president. I don't see him running for a second term. So could there be where we see the media turn the other way? Yeah. Because yeah. we know that Joe doesn't stand to serve a second term. To your Americans point, feel the pressure. Yeah, Ashley, to your point, I think that's exactly why a lot of them are, are starting to find religion all, on all this right now. They've realized mm-hmm. that he they, they don't want him to run again at this point. Right. And so they have... Uh, decided he's a political liability, and they're going to do the job now, which could get interesting. And my wild card here is Durham. I still want to believe that John Durham is going to end up finishing the job on his end, and that could really help bring all this together in the end. Ashley Smith-Thomas, the founder CEO of Freedoms Fund USA. Appreciate it, Ashley. Till next time. All right, Natalie, trending story up next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIM.